and welcome to Stacks, the bite-sized pod where we discuss news, trending topics, behind-the-scenes updates, and things that have caught our attention. Today is the day after our birthday, and we are recovering from a day of fun yesterday, Al Bradford. Welcome. Some would call it fun. Some would say busy. Some would say exhausting, but uh, we'll go with fun. We, we, we had a cake. We went and got a, a cake and everything. We didn't even light a candle. No, honestly, it was, we were too busy to sit down and take a photo and eat some Fredo cake, man. We were just back to back to back to back. Um, but we'll make sure we'll get a nice photo today. We'll make sure we uh, light the candle and, um, and get a nice little snap, mate, me and you, on the gram. I was a bit stressed last night when, um, when I was sitting watching TV, just had dinner and that, and I was like, what if Locke just eats the cake? Yeah, buy another one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I always say I always do that. It's just like, oh, I probably shouldn't eat that tonight. Oh, I'll just go and get another one tomorrow. Whatever. <laughs> huh? Hey, we had some pretty exciting news yesterday. On our birthday, something come through which was pretty interesting. You reckon it was a a, a birthday present, or do you think it was just pure coinky dink? What do you reckon? How would they have known it's our birthday though? I don't know. Maybe they keep tabs. A cast, you mean? Just anyone. No, nah, well, that's how we got it because because of ACAST. Humans make the new and noteworthy. It's everyone thinks it's algorithms and shit. It's not. It's uh, it's people put you in there. So, um, just I'll debunk that myth. ACAST fan. Olivia, fan. Olivia, and Adam Rollo at uh, at ACAST. We fucking love you. So what what happened though? Huh? You didn't say what happened. What was the news? We're on new and noteworthy. You First, said it. No, I said what happened yesterday. Ah, yeah, no, new and noteworthy. We're on the Apple homepage, number one, right next to our good friend, Alexis Fernandez. So um, pretty happy with that. I think we're up there for two weeks. So we're going to try and make the most of it. And hopefully this episode's not a fucking stinker and people stick around and check out some other pods. But uh, yeah, it's been pretty cool. I think when we first started the pod, that was sort of one of our goals was to try and to try and um, get on that. And it's taken us a year. And so it's it, podcasts don't have to be new. They just have to be noteworthy. So and we are noteworthy. That's what they're saying. So if you, if you do listen to podcasts on the Apple podcast app, do yourself a favor now, open the app, click the browse tab and see our mugs front and square in number one position. Is it number one or is it just where we land? No, it's the top. It's the number, number one. one. We're number one. Are we number one? You're noteworthy. I don't think there's any numbers to it, but we'll go with it. We'll get a tattoo. I reckon we're uh, number one. I reckon. I reckon that's a pretty good milestone. That's pretty cool. Like, the, the new and noteworthy is like fucking all over Australia, eh? Yeah, well, it's driving some traffic since yesterday. I'll tell you, that. I, I'll give you a hot tip. And I'll tell you, people are clicking on our on our. If if, hey, if you're new to the pod, you listen today and you're going, where should I start? Well, you're in luck because there's 106 guest episodes. You can start anywhere you like. Scroll <laughs> through, find something you're interested in, and uh, give it a listen. Well, I read an article last night actually while I was eating a nine o'clock lasagna by myself in the in the um in the kitchen because I forgot to eat dinner last night. I was just like, oh fuck, I haven't I haven't eaten. Um, so what do you mean you forgot to eat dinner? I forgot to eat dinner last night. I was like, shit. I had a frozen lasagna and I was <laughs> and I was reading this article about new and noteworthy. And apparently, there's millions and millions of views of that every day. So if we're sitting number one there and we don't get any fucking traffic, we know we're shit, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so for those who are listening, snacks, pods for us, uh, we call them bite-sized pods. They're short and sharp. They give you the news updates. They give you some little things that are going on in our world. We talk a bit of shit. Um, but today we're going to go through a couple of articles, kick it off with uh, one coming from the ABC. Machines, a game changer for Tasmanian orchards needing fruit pickers. 
Uh, I thought the backpackers were um, machines anyway, weren't they? (laughs) Apple picking is a long history in Tasmania and has typically been backbreaking work, but new conveyor belt technology is designed to take the pain out of it. For for Juan Valley apple pickers, Ariza Yoshida has made has it has made her life easier. It's very good. I used to carry the big bag, but this machine takes all the apples for me. It's so easy. Miss Yoshida is working in the Juan Valley organic apple grower, Andrew Smith, or working blah 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 blah. Anyway, it's probably not the the best piece of news to read out tonight. <laughs> hey, look. The apple pickers, they've, they've, uh, they can take a load off. I'm, I'm, so, I'm happy for them, you know, wake up. That's a good news story. Technology. Well, we yeah. talked to a few people in, in ag tech or people interested in, uh, I guess, the future of the, the crossover between technology and, and, and farming practices. And this one is just a simple, I'm looking at the machine. You can't see it because I'm looking at it. But mm. it's uh, they just pick the apple, put it on the conveyor belt and it shoots into the machine. Kevin Baum would be very happy with that, wouldn't he? Yeah, big big Kevin Bourne from uh, AgriWeb. He'd be, he'd be interested in this story, I reckon. Well, this one's for you, Kevin. I know you listen. What do you think of it? What do you you ever picked any pieces of fruit from the from a tree? Nah, but I've but I've know a few people who've sort of come across and and you know tried to move to Australia and had to do their sort of farm farm work or whatever it is and uh, putting stickers on apples doesn't sound like the funnest job in the world, but. I don't know. Have they changed the Have they changed the rule around that now, or is it still the same? Like, yeah, when you if you're trying for citizenship or some shit, or if you're trying for a working visa, you need to help out the farmers. I got no idea. I, I got, got no idea. idea. Have you ever done any manual labour? Uh not in a long time. <laughs> not in a long time. <laughs> I'm not. I'm no good at, at stuff like that. Like, I'm surprised I'm a man to be honest. I don't, I don't do many manly things. There's no calluses on these hands. There's yeah, no. We've, we've both got keyboard hands. That's for sure. We've got keyboard hands, but a laser left foot peg. <laughs> all right next article coming from smart company uh talking about mr yum a catalyst not a blip mr yum secures 11 million dollars in funding to serve up post-pandemic hospitality tech overseas melbourne hospitality tech startup mr yum has raised 11 million dollars in funding as it goes as it gears up to take its qr code ordering system global the post seed round was led by brisbane venture firm 1013 and also included airtree ventures as a major investor it follows a 1.5 million seed funding round closed in May 2019, just six months after the business was founded, and comes off the back of an epic 12 months of growth. Unreal. Not bad. Not bad. Cashola coming through, is it? They raised a bit of cash, and there's going to be QR codes fucking everywhere. I'll be scanning everything left, right. I'll just be walking through a room, scan this, scan that. Hey, big shout out to the crew at Mr. Yum. They, Mads Hallett, um, who's in the, in the marketing sort of space there. She's a legend. Um, and and yeah, I think they're doing some really good things. I'm seeing their name pop up everywhere, especially on LinkedIn and obviously oh, JC, LinkedIn, JC, Matty Allen. They just got their fingers in all the pies, don't they? They're liking, they're loving, they're commenting. It's just life's good for the for the peeps at Mister Yum. I'm I'm pretty happy for them. Oh, it's just another good another good story. We like reporting on good news stories, especially from uh, Melbourne startups doing some good things in in the world. And mm. uh, another one flying the flag. I like it. I like it. Just we, we, every time we talk about these sort of raises and that, we just get that Dick Smith patriotic sort of vibe, don't we? We're very proud, aren't we? You remember his matches that Dick Smith had? They were called Dickheads. What? No, they weren't, were they? They swear they were. He, was it he, like the the red the redhead chick on the match box thing? Is it was it yeah, like he that? Called, he called them like that instead of it was like Dickheads. He, he called them Dickheads. <laughs> That's so good. What's he doing now? We should get him on the pod. Um, sure, he's, he's sure he's listening. Uh, shout out to Big Dicky Smith if you're listening. Um, give us a buzz. 
give us a buzz. We would love to hear from you. All right, last article comes comes from Smart Company as well, talking Brisbane Olympics, why businesses should start prepping themselves now so they can capitalize on the boom. Uh, Brizzy, Brisneyland, Bris Vegas, everyone has their own favorite name for the sleepy city. For me, it's my hometown. The recent IOC announcement that Brisbane is the preferred host for the 2032 Olympic Games with the reports that mean this is a sure win seems to have gone under the radar among fellow Australians. Olympics coming to Australia. We talked about this a few, a few months back, but this happens. It's going to be a massive thing for Australia and, the, and, the, and Brisbane's economy. Quick question for you, like what sport, what sport are you going to represent Australia in? What sport am I going to represent Australia in? I reckon I'm going something like super tribal, like shot put or something. I don't reckon there'd be that much competition. I reckon if I trained up and, and geared up for that, I reckon I could probably, probably do that. Discus or some shit like that. Javelin. Is that the javelin's a fucking spear thing, isn't it? I've seen you throw a ball and I don't, I've seen Mate. you throw a cricket ball and that. You don't have a rocket. You've got. I, I do the triple jump. I've done that at school. I, I took that. I took that out. So I don't know. It's sort of whatever I want, whatever I put my mind to, but it's exciting. I wonder how many um, businesses are going to form from this, you know, like just, it's going to kickstart the economy. We actually do love Brisbane, don't we? We went there a couple of years ago and we, we weren't expecting much and we were rolling around the city going, fuck, this is, this is pretty cool. It was nice. So I did like it up there. So big shout out to, to Brizzy. And if for those who are Brisbane based or looking to start something up, maybe you can go and what do they say? You can go sell some, um, some pins, some Olympic, Olympic badge pins. Ah, yeah. What would you do? What would you compete in? What are you looking forward to? I, I do love the athletics. I'd probably give Peter Bowler a run for his money in the 800. If he, uh, <laughs> if, if he's still running by that point, I assume that in 11 years time, he's 38, maybe. How old? How old can you run for? Uh, I don't know. What's Long. the What's the oldest runner that's ever? Maybe that's a story for another day. But yeah, um, I don't I'm know excited. What do swimming? Maybe yeah. I'll be like, um, what's the bloke's name? The the singer. Oh, I don't know. Been swimming lately? What's his name? Do you I know who know. he is? No, I don't know. He but... used to make Miley Cyrus. He's the fucking pop star. Oh, I've got no idea, mate. You're Come just... on, you know it. I don't. But let me interrupt you because. On, uh, on Instagram last night, I saw Marcus Kellett from Vodka Soda around. He loves the podcast. He loves snacks. Working out with Michael Klim. Did you say that? No way. Him and Michael Klim are pumping iron. I'm, I'm telling you, in like Bondi or something. And I'm surprised they had shirts on. Kellett was pumping. He was sweating. Fresh haircut, fresh hair dye. Him and Klimmy just, they're bros. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, Kellett and Klim. Kellett and Klim. That's not a bad combo, is it? It is. It's, it's Cody Simpson. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. Him. That's weird. You like he him? He made mate. an Australian final, bro. He made an Australian final. It's pretty strange. Fifty meter butterfly. And you? Like, why do you like him? Because he because he was like, I'm gonna fucking make it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna whatever. What's an interesting? I wouldn't mind going. Maybe it's a topic to talk about. But he's he's put he's he's still doing all these other stuff he does. He's he's pretty talented sort of dude. But the fact that he come out publicly with the with the the profile that he has and says, fuck it, I'm going back to my first love, which was swimming. I'm going to make the Olympics. Not bad. And he qualified for the Olympic trials. He's in there. Does it make swimming. you think like, how hard is it really? You know what I mean? No, it's, I just think you've got to give him credit where credit's due. I know, but it's, it's a bit of both, isn't it? You're a hard man to please. Well, it's a bit of both, isn't it? Like how hard is it? Like, that's what I mean. Like if, if I put my mind to discus or shot put or some shit, I'll make it. I reckon hundred percent. I reckon let's get a, hey, for those who are listening, if anyone knows any trainers that can teach Locke how to throw a shot puss, shot puss, shot put or discus, I could give you the hot tip. You wouldn't fucking be able to do that at all. 
I, don't, I just don't reckon there's a big talent pool out there. I just feel like, no, who the fuck's practicing hammer throw now? Like, as a kid, oh, I can't wait to go up and do a bit of hammer throw. I reckon I'll be the only one in Australia who'd be picking it up and practicing. I'm going to go find someone who, we're going to get someone on the pod who does hammer throw for a living. And, uh, no one will listen because no one cares. <laughs> anyway, hey, have a fantastic day. If you are new to the new to the pod, we, we release snacks every Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Guest pods coming at you Monday, Thursday. Uh, and we'll see you tomorrow. We've got some big, big guest episodes coming up, so stay tuned.